Hello everyone, I'm Rachel Zabonik-Tronco and welcome to the Club Solutions Magazine podcast, brought to you by Modus Consumer Insights, the all-in-one analytics and marketing company for data-driven sales strategies. This next conversation features Britt Waters, the social media manager for Vita Fitness. We had a great chat about all things social media, from engagement strategies and Britt's favorite platforms to helpful social media tools and more. Enjoy. Well, Brett, thank you so much for taking the time to join me on the Club Solutions podcast. Could you just do a brief introduction, letting the audience know who you are? Yes. Hello, everyone. I'm so happy to be here. I'm Britt Waters. I'm the social media manager at Vita Fitness. We have locations in DC and our newest one in Virginia. Yeah. Awesome. Give me a little bit of background info. You know, how did you get your start at Vita? What were you doing prior to that? Awesome. So like I said, Vita's in DC and Virginia. I went to University of Maryland. I graduated there with a degree in broadcasting and I've been in DC for almost 10 years. So I could not leave my house without seeing a Vita. I'm an MBA host for the Washington Wizards and we have a Vita right next to the arena. So I couldn't go to work without seeing Vita. And it was always these cool things. I just wanted to be a part of the Vita community. So I applied, they pushed my application to the marketing department and said, oh, we have a social media manager position open. I did a fun like social test, a few interviews, and they hired me at the beginning of this year. And it's been so fun ever since. So I'm specializing in social media, but my role has kind of evolved since then. I've gotten to put my hands in so many different things. They're really cool with like letting me take risk in things. I've been able to create and implement diversity initiatives, plan events. So I'm all over the place in marketing. Yeah, that's awesome. That can be fun. It makes the day less boring. Oh yeah. <laughs> Never a dull moment at Vita, for sure. Yeah. Well, why are you so passionate about social media? What do you love about social media marketing in particular? I have a love-hate relationship with social media. Sometimes I love her. Sometimes I hate her. I don't know if you guys have seen the Netflix documentary, The Social Dilemma. Have you seen it? I have not. Oh my gosh, it'll scare you a little bit about how like everything that's marketed to you kind of like messes with your head. So I try to like limit my screen time allow my brain to have like its own thoughts and not just be influenced all day. But then on the marketing side, I love social media so much because it, it can get into your head a little bit. It can be kind of a connection. It can be really creative and it can also be a little bit comedic. And those are the things that like other sides of marketing really can't like, you can't really have all of those fun things in an email because it can't be too long or on a poster or even at an event. So I feel like being able to have interaction is what makes social media my favorite part of marketing. Yeah. Do you have a platform that you personally love to consume on the most? To consume? Definitely YouTube, especially like around this time, like around like Halloween, it's like scary stuff on TV and I can't go to bed after watching something scary. So I watch like cat videos on YouTube. I'm a YouTube person, but when it comes to creating content, I prefer Instagram because you have that video element, but you also have photos and you also have like things that are trending. I, I really like Instagram too, especially because it's like one click away. Yeah. I got into TikTok not too long ago and then I had to delete it from my phone because yeah, I was just spending too much time on there. Yes. I need to get into TikTok. I'm a terrible dancer and that's like a big thing. And as far as the club goes, it's like so targeted to younger people on TikTok sure. and our club's not for younger people. So we're going to explore though. If, if the country lets us keep TikTok. Yes. Yes. It almost got taken away. But, yes. Well, what are some examples or strategies Vita Fitness is using to engage its audience on social media right now? Can you just share some of that? 
so engaging is my favorite part and it's changed a lot because I used to base it off of what's going on in the city like what's going on in DC and Virginia that I can talk about and connect to Vita what's going on with the members and the club but you know now nothing is happening in the city <laughs> I don't know how wherever you guys are but like nothing is happening so I've kind of created content around bigger events that are happening nationally because that's what's going viral everyone's at home kind of consuming the same content so I would do things around like like when Tiger King was taking over the country I, I made some cool memes like you don't have to have dinner at Carol Baskin's house and maybe eat her ex-husband like contact a Vita dietitian and find the best dinner for you or when Dancing with the Stars is super trending at night when everyone's live tweeting about it, I'll put some tweets in from Vita about our dance classes and some of our Zumba instructors and personal trainers doing some Dancing with the Stars dancers and just, just fun content that connects to what's going viral. It, it really performs well. Yeah, and I think that goes back to what you were saying about you know social media being a little bit more flexible. I mean, if you did a reference in a print ad, you know, that's no yeah. longer, it, it might not be relevant in three or four months, but social mm -hmm. media is just so quick, so instant, it's changing constantly. So it does give you more opportunities, like you said, to capitalize on some of pop culture references. Absolutely. I'm like, would this dancing contestant make it through one of our trainer Renee's Zumba classes? And it's just like the members will interact with the content and yeah, it's fun to do, but then they'll also be reminded like, oh, I can take a dance class at my gym. Let me sign up for one. Even if I do it virtually from home during commercial breaks, like it's fun. Yeah. Well, how has your social or has your social strategy changed throughout the pandemic? And if so, how? For sure. Definitely focusing on more national stuff. And one thing that I love that Vita's doing that I don't see everyone else doing is completely revamping the look of our marketing campaigns and social media. We're not using old stock photos of people not wearing masks and not distance because it's just not what we're living in. So we even did like full photo shoots and had things redone with mask on, with distancing happening and showing like a real life look. We have to do that because people aren't coming into the clubs as much as they were before. We have members that are still frozen and we want to bring them back without saying, hey, come into the club and, and see what you're missing, I've been able to create like super fun like club tours, like virtual tours, like I make this video, I talk about everything, you can actually see us using disinfectant, see the spacing, see the new improvements that have been going on in the gym, see how people are working out while being masked, like actually seeing it is important now post quarantine. For sure. Yeah. And I know some clubs have gotten into trouble too by using older photos that didn't have masks, didn't have social distancing. And then the members think that that's what they can expect when they come yeah. in, which, you know, isn't always great for especially those members who have, you know, an ounce of concern, are worried. You want to make sure that you're representing the gym accurately to the time. For sure. And, you know, it, it's risky because there's always people on both sides of it. We're in DC and Virginia and DC, we have to wear masks in Virginia you don't necessarily have to while working out, but in Vita you do. So it's gonna be some backlash from anti-maskers, but for us, safety is always the priority. So I thought it was just such a huge statement we were making too by saying we're posting pictures with the mask on. Like we care that much, we're not even gonna lower our mask for a video. So yeah, it's fun. Yeah, another thing that I heard you talk about on the last panel that you were on was just talking about spreading the message that gyms are safe, they are essential. I know that's something Vita has been very passionate about. Can you share some examples of maybe how you're trying to do that via social media or maybe some specific messaging? 
For sure. So I'll have like a main theme graphic, like it'll be a picture of the club and it'll have like a theme and it'll be like, this is your safe space. And then under it, I'll include statistics that show that gyms are safe, like talking about how we haven't had any cases, things like that, and all of the precautions to whether it's the fine details, like telling them we're using a Tursano disinfectant, like if we're using hospital grade things, talking about air purifiers, like things that you wouldn't think necessarily are social media content have become social media content because people need to know we're safe. It's all fun and games. We can, you know, make dancing videos all day, but if we don't tell you exactly what we're doing, you still might have some trepidations. So I make sure I mix that content in as well and try to do it in a fun way. You know, I'm not saying we have air purifiers, we are safe. It's like, look at this. I could actually look and see it and see why it's important and see how it's effective. And I think we've done that pretty well. Yeah, it seems like you guys are doing a good job of inviting people in versus yeah. you know, just expecting them to come to you. Mm-hmm. You gotta go grab them. Come on back. <laughs> yeah. Like you're not gonna go to, you're not gonna take the next step until you realize you're not doing it alone. You know, it's yeah. important. For sure. And now we'll take a short break to hear a message from our sponsors. Modus Consumer Insights leverages industry-leading data analytics combined with their proprietary algorithms to cut through the marketing clutter. Partner with Modus CI to identify your club's high-value prospects, build a targeted marketing strategy, and connect your message with its audience at a household level. Visit ModusCI.com to redeem your free core customer profile analysis. Well, we'll change gears a little bit to talk about some maybe specific ROI that clubs can try to gauge surrounding social media marketing. Is ROI something clubs should even be evaluating when it comes to social? What are your thoughts on that? I think so. Not on all content. Some content is, like I said, it's just to be fun. It's just to boost interaction. It's just to connect. Those things are important. But I mean, there's also a goal here. We want people back in gyms. You know, we don't have these beautiful facilities and not invite people in to really prioritize their health. So I think it's important. This year, it's been super hard to judge what is doing great and what's not because you really can't compare to last year. That's what you usually do in research. You compare to the year before, but I found that people are just spending so much more time online and on social media than they were last year that you can't really compare. So what we've done, something really cool, we changed our links and landing pages. So when people fill out and we get leads, we have specific pages for social. So you can kind of see, oh, these leads came from Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, blah, blah, blah. And then these ones from a different link came from our emails and our flyer. And you know, you can always use like a bit.ly and make sure people can't even tell. But it's really helped to see, you know, how did you get here? <laughs> or even just asking people, you know, what made you feel comfortable coming back, surveying people and seeing, did this social post really help you? And we've had a good opportunity to boost content on social, to get it out to prospects and Instagram and Facebook and a lot of different social media, they kind of do the insights for you and just hand it to you. So it's yeah. great. Yeah, no, that's a great tip. Yeah. Do you have any favorite social media management technology or tool or maybe multiple favorites? Oh, for sure. We could go on for days. <laughs> my <laughs> ultimate favorite is my iPhone. People always like, oh, which videographer did you guys use here? I was like, my phone <laughs> but i love sprout social sprout is so great for scheduling because i don't just run the vita account i'm doing or spa i'm doing bank salon i'm doing sweatbox i'm doing our penthouse pool and the pool comes everything under ua companies so 
I really can't sit there and make a post every, so being able to schedule and seeing the optimal times that people are going to be on their phone is so helpful from Sprout. I love Planoly. It shows you like the graphic of like the gallery, what your Instagram page will look like. Sometimes I'll be like, this is going to look so great in my head. And then you post it and it doesn't look great. So Planoly allows you to see everything, how it will move when you add posts together. Outside of that, I love Canva. We have an amazing graphic designer, Kelly, on our team, but sometimes I just need to make something real quick and it's for like Instagram stories. So something that's not gonna live forever, but I want it to look cool. And Canva has so many templates that just make it work and make it easy for you. You know, I love those apps. I'm sure there's a million that I'm missing, but like, yeah, my face. (laughs) Yeah, Canva is a great one that I also use that I definitely recommend club operators look into because they have a lot of free elements. So it's an easy thing that you can- I love (laughs) free. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, don't be afraid to go for the free apps. A lot of the people suggest like the the apps that are gonna cost you $400 a month and some aren't worth it. Like Sprout to me is so worth it, but sometimes you can just do a quick Google search and find another app that's free. (laughs) Yeah. Well, going back to what you were saying though about your iPhone and, and recording video on your phone, I think a lot of clubs realized, especially during the early stages of the pandemic, that they didn't have to have like very high quality video, especially for virtual, that the members care more about just seeing their favorite instructor or trainer and and you can get great quality video quality with your iphone so yeah yeah i think that was that's definitely it. a good point when we first launched our virtual platform we had a professional come in and do it and the videos looked so amazing i repurposed them so much for social and they'll live forever and they're beautiful but like when you're doing daily content people really liked seeing your yoga trainer's dog like accidentally walk into the video or seeing like what your backyard feels like or just seeing them in a more personal matter that you can't get in the club. And I think that really got us through a lot of those months when we were closed. Yeah, for sure. You know, around this time, clubs normally in a normal environment would start marketing for the New Year's rush. You know, what are you guys planning for the last quarter of 2020? Or is it too early to say just due to how unpredictable things are? I mean, things are very unpredictable, for sure. I mean, we don't even know what access to gyms will look like in 2021, what the restrictions will be if they're lifted, if there's more restrictions. It's so hard to plan. Like, you know, they say we make plans and the world laughs. But I am super excited for New Year's because I started Vita, like, right after they did this super creative, beautiful New Year's ad campaign that I was jealous I wasn't a part of. I was like, wow, I can't wait till we have another new year. So I'm excited for what we will plan. I know we're gonna continue our years long partnership with DC Parks and Rec every new year. That's the main priority is getting into the communities, offering free visits and making health and fitness and wellness. And overall, just being a a better you going into the new year, we're going to partner with them and do that again. And I, for social, I'm really looking into how to kind of do a campaign around gratitude because not everyone is unfortunately made it to, to 2021. So I wanted to be, I am so happy and excited and thankful for the opportunities I've had. And I'm thankful for my body and I want to keep it in good health. So I'm thinking things around that, but nothing specific yet because who knows where we'll be. <laughs> yeah. No, I love that though. Yeah. Could you maybe share some, you know, you mentioned that they did a new year campaign last year that you really like. Any other examples of favorite or standout social media cam- campaigns that you've done throughout your career? Oh, yes. So taking risk is a thing. 
and a risk is Instagram live. So when quarantine first hit, like I could not open my phone without getting notifications that all of my friends were going live. All of the celebrities I follow were going live. My family was going, I was like, why is everybody on Instagram live all of a sudden? I like never watched lives before. And then I started to, and I was like, well, let's get involved in this. And those were the moments that were so real, so open. So just generally like heartfelt moments that we've had on Instagram live. The first one we did, we had a diversity town hall where we had our president and founder speak to everyone. We had community members, employees, people talk about what was going on in the world. And not everyone looks to their fitness place to be a leader on this and to be like so outspoken on it. So I was so excited that the company allowed this to happen and embraced it. And from that town hall, we got so much good feedback that we ended up forming an entire diversity and inclusion board. And I was like, all of this from Instagram Live, I'm so excited. And recently, last week, we did a virtual voting rally on Instagram Live. And we had the trainers talk about why voting was important to them. We had a trainer who you know, was born outside of the country and couldn't vote. So it was really connecting with people that take his classes and his clients to, to vote for him. And then they were doing fun, exciting workouts to just get people pumped about it. So I think Instagram Live stands out to me this year for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. Well, any other tips or strategies that you can share for how clubs can engage their audiences via social media? I'll tell them what's worked for me. I'm sure some people might think about it and cringe because I see stuff on social media. Now, once you get this job, when you work in marketing, you see other marketing and some stuff you're like, oh my gosh, why did you ever do that? Or you just look at it and you're like, wow, I love that. <laughs> my number one tip would be to really use videos and don't be afraid to make them longer than a minute. Instagram and Facebook specifically love long video. They're going to push that for you because they want people to stay on the platform. So yeah, you could take a really beautiful facility shot that gets a ton of likes, but people are going to scroll by and Facebook knows that. So they're not going to like keep pushing it to people. But if you make a long video that people are watching, like a, a club tour, a health and safety video, a fun routine, those videos, they'll promote them for you. Also just keep being unique and interactive. If something does go down or if something happens in a comment section, do not copy and paste responses. <laughs> like you don't want to be a robot, you know, talk about people and respond in happy, healthy ways, whether it's on Twitter, whether it's on Yelp, whether it's in DMs where no one can see it, just be a real person. Cause at the end of the day, it's 2020. We know like Vita Fitness, the actual gym is not responding. They know there's a marketing team behind this and we're real people. So engaging people like a real person and not, you know, a robot, it really works. And taking risk. Don't be afraid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you bring up a good point too. And a challenge that a lot of operators are facing is how to respond to negative feedback. And like you said, don't just do a, a standard post, but do you think that clubs have to respond to every negative comment they receive? What are your thoughts on that? Most of them? Yes. Sometimes you can really tell when someone is genuinely concerned and when someone's being an internet troll and you're going to get internet trolls and they're kind of at an all time high because people are going through the double pandemic right now. Yeah. So they're stressed. They're on their phones a lot more. They're upset. They're hurting. And a lot of people aren't financially where they want to be. So people are frustrated and they're going to respond in a frustrated way. So I think it's important to respond to them, but notice when it's a troll or not, take a look at the page, see if they just are on, Twitter being negative to everybody all day and, and take the complaint for what it is. If it's a billing issue, of course, like respond in a compassionate way. Don't be like, oh, sorry, this happens for more information. Email this person. Like, 
No, talk to them, see what's going on. Reach out to GMs if you need to, to have a better conversation on Twitter. But if it's someone that's like, I'm offended by the color of the window today, like it's okay to ignore them. Especially yeah. like if you're a social media manager, protect your mental health because you will have those times where you like want to freak out and be like, go away. <laughs> Don't For do sure. that. Put yourself in their shoes when you respond. Yeah. Well, I think we've covered a lot of great ground here. Um, is there anything yeah. else that you'd like to share that you think would be beneficial to other operators? Just like that last set that I said, like really just protect yourself, protect your brand and, and think of social media as one of the funnest jobs in marketing. Cause I think it is. And, and try to remember that don't be discouraged by negative comments and don't be afraid to take risks and go live on Instagram where everything can mess up. Just have fun with it because I think this is a moment in time that, you know, we don't really want to return to a day in a pandemic where everyone's stuck on their phones, but all eyes are on social right now. So, so have fun. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Awesome. Well, yeah, I think that's it. So I really appreciate your time. Thanks for joining me on the podcast and we'll definitely be reaching out to you for more social media tips. Thank you. Thank you. Follow us. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Bye, Britt. Bye.